This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jason Wright, physical therapist, just a fellow dude that's figuring things out as he goes along and trying to turn back while I might be further ahead on the path and help you navigate a few things that are potentially coming up ahead, or maybe it's a spot where you're you're feeling stuck in right now. Um, this week, I want to talk about losing the love of your life, you know, it's, uh, man, if I had a dollar for every time somebody reached out to me and was like, hey man, I lost the love of my life, I don't know what to do, or wow, these these podcast episodes have really helped me during a difficult season after losing the love of my life, and I want to tell you something that you probably aren't ready to hear, but uh, it's the truth, you know, because I, I think that it's important for guys to hear what's true uh, instead of what we want to hear. And uh, growth doesn't take place unless that happens. And it's that, brother, she was not the love of your life. I assure you that. Um, it might feel that way in the moment, you know. But uh, that, that, that pain, that struggle that you're feeling is more so your... Um, challenge and difficulty with facing the fact that there's something that you fought for or maybe didn't fight enough for in your eyes as you look back or maybe what she told you um, and, and now you're filled with regret right it's it's regret embarrassment shame guilt right feeling like a failure that's what you're upset by um, it, she wasn't the love of your life right the, the love of your life is to come, okay? It's, if it's not worked out, then that's how it's supposed to be. And I know that sucks to hear. You know, maybe you're listening to this because there's, there's some previous old flame that's, you know, sticking in your heart and your mind and your thoughts. Um, and I, I got to tell you, the faster you move on from that thought, the better because, um, you got to move on, right? You've got to move on. And that is not through replacement, right? With somebody else, but, um, it's knowing that you gotta, you gotta get your head in the direction that forward is the only way to go, not backwards. And she wasn't the love of your life. You know, stop trying to get her back. Stop thinking that she was the love of your life, right? She was a person you shared time with, and that's it, you know? That relationship didn't define you. If it did, then you've not discovered your identity as a man, as a person, um, ultimately as a child of God, right? If you, don't, if you don't have your identity in Christ, then you're easily swayed by whatever impression um, 
is is pressed upon you, whether that be from uh, a relationship, romantic partner, um, whether that be from the world, um, whatever it might be, it's it's easy to kind of slip up and and attach ourselves to a role when we don't know who we are, right? I was so-and-so's boyfriend. I was so-and-so's husband. No. No. You, you're you, right? You're you. When it comes to attaching ourselves to somebody, that gets really dangerous, right? I'm not, I'm not saying to detach yourself from who you're with at the moment, but what I am trying to, to get across here is that you're your own person. And if you're not sure who that person is, then you got work to do. You got work to do. And you know it. God, even God tells us this, is that, you know, we are to, to come together, obviously, with with our wives at the time of, of marriage, right? We're to leave our father and mother and, uh, and leave the ways of thinking as a, as a child and a boy behind, uh, in order to become a man. Um, he didn't say you are to now lose yourself in this relationship, right? Like, like he said, I shall have no other gods before me. If your, if your relationship turns into your God, then it's destined to fail. It's destined to fail. Right now, if you're focusing so much on missing her, thinking about her, thinking about trying to get her back, you're you're not going to be successful in that journey. Right? That doesn't mean that you got to point fingers and you know bad mouth her and all that kind of stuff because that's not the that's, that's not a very Christ-like attitude either. Um, accept responsibility for where you made mistakes because that relationship was there to teach you something. It was was there to teach you something about yourself, to show you how ready you are to uh, not only lead and be led through a relationship that's that's healthy, that's centered around um, God and the the way that he designed man and woman to be together, but it's there to also show you where you were or weren't ready um, to open up and, and be vulnerable with another person, right? A lot of guys get tripped up on that, um, man, especially like old school church guys, right? They get stuck up in that part, you know, wives submit to your husbands and all things, um, but you leave out the part where it goes, you know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church, right? He did everything for the church, for the group of believers and followers of him. He died for them, right? He, he sacrificed everything for them. He took care of them when they needed him, right? So it's, it's not a power trip thing, guys. It's a, it's a mutual respect thing. And so know that that, that love is yet to come, right? In order, in my opinion, in order for you to find that, though, you can't be hung up on the past. You can't be stuck on on somebody that you're no longer with. You have to be 
willing and eager to embrace the person that you're supposed to be, right? The man that you're supposed to be. Focused on how can I improve myself, right? Where do I need to grow? Usually, and I, this is with even the most uh, successful marriages of guys that I know of, um, they all ha- admit that they still have room for improvement, obviously, with their uh, relationship with God and how they seek Him. And there's a there's a cool diagram that um, you know that that we always talk about at home, but um, that others have shared with me as well, and I keep seeing it over and over again. So I want to share it with you guys. And and what he did was um, he he you know he held up his palm, right? So he's pointing at his palm, and you imagine towards like your your middle finger knuckle there at the top of your the inside of your palm. Right, that little um, calloused spot. Right, like if you're if you're lifting weights, right where that middle callus is. Um, he's pointing. He's like, okay, so here's here's God, and then at the bottom of the palm, right, the the what we call the thenar and the hyper hypothenar eminences, basically just kind of like the meaty part at the base of the hand before you get to the wrist on each side, the thumb side and the pinky side. Right, that's you and her. Okay, you're on one side, she's on the other, and and then that triangle. Um, right? Like you're, we're to be kind of equally yoked together under God. And while we stay furthest from God in that point, we're also furthest from each other, right? You're also furthest from her. But as each of you individually continue to grow towards God at the top, right? Then where do you both end up as together at the top with God? Not at the bottom, on the opposite ends of the um, equilateral triangle, right? If we want to get kind of technical there with geometry. Um, so your focus in this in this time, I'm talking to you guys that are sitting there all feeling sorry for yourselves and moping around about who you thought was the love of your life, falsely, Um your focus should be on being prayer. It should be in, in learning more about the man you're supposed to be uh, in Christ, right? Because that's that's our ultimate calling. You know, it's there's even you know not to get too technical with the the scripture to get too preachy here, but um, you know your relationship with Him as your ultimate role model, right? The, the one that we're supposed to seek after. Um, with the list of other things being wives, girlfriends, jobs, career, money, success, all those other things, they are to be a radical second, right? And that doesn't mean to run from or ignore those things, guys. So I, I Again, I, I think people will hear things and then they kind of run with it with their own interpretation. But um, meaning that as long as that relationship, that that identity in Christ, is the primary focus, everything else falls into place, right? If you're seeking how to be a good man, a godly man, a man that uh, that embodies the the actions and wisdom 
the love of Christ, then it's impossible for you to truly be a bad partner. It's hard for you to be a, a poor worker, a poor employer, a poor servant of others. It's impossible because if he's all those things and you're seeking to learn more about how to be more like him, right? We'll never be perfect. Understand that we'll never be perfect. He was perfect. We will never be perfect. But to embody the the characteristics, right? How to carry ourselves, how to conduct ourselves, how to treat others, then it's impossible to fail in those other areas. Whereas if you if you focus solely on your career, then your relationship suffers, your marriage suffers, your health suffers, your relationship with God suffers. You see what I'm saying? You you insert any of those other things that we are to put a radical second into the forefront, everything else suffers. But if we put God first, right, if we put our relationship with Jesus and learning more uh, about the Bible and asking God to to open us up to you know a, a deep understanding of of His Word and what it is He's He's telling us through the Scriptures, um, speaking onto our hearts, then everything else is also blessed. Right? It, it's the ultimate guidebook on how to handle every situation in the Bible. Right? Trying to be more Christ-like takes care of everything else. So guys, she wasn't the love of your life. Right? The love of your life is above. It's it's focusing on being more Christ-like. That's the, that's the love that is irreplaceable. But I'm, I promise you, by doing so, that you will become blessed with a partner who is in a, a similar stage of their life where your strengths play off each other, your weaknesses complement each other's strengths, and you are there to, to grow together towards a godly relationship, a godly marriage. That's building your house upon the rock. If it's not about that, then it's built on sand. And I assure you, there will be cracks in the foundation. And the structure itself, the house of cards, will crumble down. Okay? Guys, it's, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not trying to discourage any of you. I'm just I'm telling you, that's how it works. Right? I've lived it firsthand. That's how it works. And every time you're all brokenhearted and beat up over uh, a breakup, it's it's more about the ego and the pride and the feelings of how did I get it so wrong again? It's not about I can't believe I lost her. You're upset over what she represents, not her, right? Because uh, there's another one that comes right along when the time is right that is better for you, that teaches you more about yourself, that teaches you more about love, what teaches you more about life and, and being a man um, that is yet to come. So I, I can't encourage you enough, fellas, to, to stop being hung up on her in the past, or even if it's falling apart right now, right? 
do what you can, especially, man, especially if you're married, do what you can to save that thing. But if you're talking about girlfriends, man, hey, let her go. Let her go. Let her go so you can grow. All right, guys, that's all I've got for this week. Uh, I hope this episode was helpful, that it resonated with some of you. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, I, I try when I start these podcast episodes to to pray to God to just show me what it is that I need to say today. What's something that somebody needs to hear. Um, and, and I pray that it's uplifting for them and, um, and helpful and fruitful for their lives. So, uh, guys, I hope that was helpful. And, uh, yeah, if you're looking for ways to, to work with me, or if you're curious about the 21 day becoming a better man program that I've talked about in, in prior episodes, you'll see it in the description of the episode below. Click on the link and check out that link from that page on how to sign up. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to see you get started with, Uh, your journey towards getting unstuck and becoming a better version of yourself than you are right now, right? Because that's our goal is how can we always strive to be better so we don't stagnate and and become uh, less healthy versions of ourselves again. So, all right, brothers, appreciate you this week and uh, we'll see you next week. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, Please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag, Becoming a Better Man, so that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families.